Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. And this is G-Money. And we are here to talk about some football. Yes, we are. guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We have gotten through it. 18-week season. Yes, we 17 did. games, and we have gotten to the end of the season, and now we are sitting over here and getting ready it's for the time. very next season, which is the playoff time, and this is so exciting for us. We do so much build-up getting up to the first game of the season, and then it's like, oh my God, this season is so long. We get through that 18 weeks, 17 games, and then now we're here. We're here at the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, we are brought to you by ATB Media Network. We truly appreciate all of you that have joined us for the entire season, all of you that have joined us throughout the season, all of you that are possibly seeing us for the very first time now, we appreciate you, and you You're got welcome. to remember. <laughs> you got to remember. You got to like. You got to subscribe, and you got to download for us. Like, subscribe, and download. And like our man Bomani says, if you don't give us five stars, you're obviously a hater. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm super fired up. This is the end of the year, and so much that has gone into this season for us, just like the individual players, and so. Want to jump into it. And before that, want to sit over okay. here. Look. And I'm drinking something different. You know, I've been on that AK, AKB6 for a while now, but I'm You also, have. I have, because I love it. But I sat over here and switched it up for today because it's just a new day. And I'm on the uh, Decorlette. Decorlette. Look at him getting fancy I'm with his French. I'm trying to get my French game up. It's not let, it's let. I mean, Decorlette. And what are you drinking on? You drinking I went to the to old well, it's not old faithful, but new faithful, which is the shield dag. I was yeah. single malt, single malt. Okay. I see you already been sipping because that glass. Yeah, yeah look, and I, I, I have right. a couple of teasers. This sips. man can't even can't even hold himself. Don't he don't does. don't hate the genius. <laughs> but hey, there was some great games this week, ladies. It and was gentlemen. though. It really was. I agree with you. But the the but the real game I've got to talk to you about. Is um that final game uh, uh, of the eight of uh, the eighteenth week of the season, and that is the Bills and the Miami. So much riding yeah. on this game, so much placement. Miami wins, they get the number two spot. Bills win, they get the number two spot. Who has the biggest cojones to sit over and go in there and? Fight it out, duke it out, and make it happen. Yeah. And, and it's funny, Miami traditionally does extremely well at home. I don't think they've lost at home. They've, they, they've found a way to win. But this week, you know, they couldn't find a way to win. And that might be a testament to Tua. You might want to have a conversation about Tua. We know our man, um, Josh Allen begged. Beg yes. the Miami Dolphins to win the yeah, game. He damn near, he damn near said, "Here you go, here you go. Let me throw two picks because I'm throwing it to nobody <laughs> twice." Hey, it, those were egregious. But before we even get on that, just just tell me what were your thoughts about that game? Well, first of all, what I just said, I thought that it was comical that uh, Josh Allen threw those uh, two interceptions early to where it was like. 
he just can't help himself. He just has to say, oh, I just want to twist my arm and launch something into nobody. Into nobody. And there you go. Guess what? They play defense, and, and the, you threw it into triple coverage, and they picked it off. In the end zone, no less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I got to say this about Buffalo. Um, the defense, they, they keyed in on Hill. And they really locked in on him and just tried to limit him as much as they possibly could. And they did it in a really effective manner. And then they got the return, that, that kick return, obviously. Uh, Hardy, that, Hardy. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that changed everything mm-hmm. for the outcome of that game mm-hmm. because that erased all the, um, stupidity that and you saw from the, Josh And Thomas. it gave the Bills confidence. It gave the Bills that like, we are not going to lose. We can win this. Yes. You know, you know, I believe this game was less of a referendum on Miami being a bad team. You know, we we have to take into account and we have to be real with ourselves. This was not a Miami Dolphins team that was at full strength. No. And and obviously, neither were the Bills. And no team at this time of the season is at full strength. Yeah, they're all walking wounded. But but when you lose your two best players on defense, when you have your second best player and your third best player on offense that are not in the game, you are a little bit wounded. So I do kind of give some type of reprieve for the Dolphins. But, but, but the question I have for you is now that the Bills have some kind of way magically, I mean, literally pixie dust magic mm. secured the second seed. Do you really think this is, this team is a team that can go and win the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I, I don't think that they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, at the end of the day, they are an AFC team and I cannot envision, especially how they're presently constructed them beating the Ravens unless the Ravens just completely wet the bed uh, and and they don't perform at the highest level when their time is called because they're going to get a bye because they've earned the number one seed. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is very clear to me is Josh Allen will find a way to trick the game off. Find a way. He's going to Book it. I've heard you say this a couple of times. You say, uh, take a picture of it, circle it. Okay. <laughs> Write it down and take a picture. Write it down, take a picture, all of that. Is Josh Allen is going to trick the game off. He is, and you know what? And Stefan Diggs is going to be inflamed with rage, but that's just what's going to happen. Um, I do think that they have a, a realistic, more than a puncher's chance to win their first round matchup. I do. You know what they're playing? They're playing the Steelers. Yes, but the Steelers are walking wounded. The they're Steelers, walking wounded, but they're tricky. Yeah. Tom Ray can pull something out of his booty, uh, and then boom. Next thing you know, you got you got the opposing team looking silly. Okay, so Lord help them if they lose to the Steelers <laughs> at home, no less, because they're going to have a home game. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So if they lose to the Steelers, you know, then you're talking about heads rolling. Then it's going to be like, okay, well, who do we need to fire? Because, oh, my God. So I don't expect that, be especially also because T.J. Watt, I think for the Steelers is probably not going to be. He's not. He has an M- he game. has an MLC sprain, so he probably is not going to play. Yeah. Correct. So that took a lot of the teeth out of that team. Now, out the, of the defense, yeah. the, the the truth of the matter is is that Tomlin is such a good coach. That he just maybe, just maybe 
can, let's say, semblance that team and galvanize that team enough to execute at the highest level to upset the Bills, but I don't expect it. I, I really genuinely expect when you bring Miller back and you you just and as long as Josh Allen doesn't do Josh Allen uh I got an itch to scratch kind of things and just throws the ball into nowhere, mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't do that, then they should win that game handily. Well, this is where the thing where people get excited. It's like, you know, mano y mano. Obviously, the Steelers are overperforming. The Bills have underperformed yes. and have just caught wind to, to start performing at the level that they should right. in the in the last third of the season. But this is where the great equalizer comes, is the weather. You, you got to remember, this game is going to be played in Buffalo. In the mm-hmm. Northeast, there's going to be winter storms this week. And that so greenness this, actually uh, plays well to the Steelers. Yes, and this is going to be an ugly game. So we saw Josh Allen be cavalier. Um, while he's playing in Miami when the weather was relatively well. Well, if he if he chooses to sit over here and, and tries to take the moment and, and say, this is, I'm going to be the man and try to be overly aggressive in that type of weather environment uh, against a team like the Steelers where you have a, a defensive savant and, and, and the head coach mm-hmm. for, for the Steelers, you know, even though the Steelers obviously have had some injuries, I think that um, that he's going to be exposed. So this is a a, a very tricky game yeah. for them. I know it kind of looks easy on paper, but when you add that weather component there, um, Allen might sit over here and get too aggressive and sit over here and, and figure out a way on how not to win the game. Well, the to me, the bottom line is this. You're going against what, what was his kid's name? Rudolph? Yes. Who was the third string quarterback, but has played okay. better than the first or second string. That's why he's going to go be starting okay. this game. So, Josh Allen, if you find a way to lose a game to to Rudolph, the third string quarterback, then with the red nose? Yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> your, your entire future needs to be put into question. At that well, point. I mean, he's definitely going to be suspect. I, I can guarantee you that. That's a, sus- that's yeah, a suspect. And I don't loss. care if he throws three interceptions in the game. It's just, it's, at the end of the day, you have, you have Knox, you have Kincaid, you have, um, uh, what, what's their I number one? I think Kincaid's one? hurt. Uh, Diggs is their number one. You have Diggs. Um, their, is, their number two receiver is hurt. He has M. Uh, oh, yeah. You're talking about Davis? Yeah, he has a PLP. LC, uh, um, I don't strain. care. It look when you got them guys and you you your backup. So so then you have Cooks. You you have Leonard Fournette that is just put just on, on, on the active roster. But you have Hardy who who scored on, that touchdown. Bro. I mean. Okay, it was a field goal. That game. team is not phenomenal. So let, let's not us let's not anybody think that we're talking about the Bills' offensive um, weapons or are the best in the league. They're not. Uh, but, but, but they do have one of the best quarterbacks. And the thing is, is they have one of the best quarterbacks with the strongest arm, but also is prone to make some of the biggest mistakes. Yes. But it's all, but that's all within his own, let's say his own mind or his own, let's say, uh, just impatience. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a little bit impatient. So at the end of the day, look, bro. The, you're playing against a pedestrian offense. They may, on a good day, put up 10 to 17 points. So all the thing you need to Very do true. is 
you need to just find a way to to give, let's say, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, and you're winning going away. So just don't fuck up. Well, well, let's talk about Miami. Let's talk about Miami real quick because Miami, I mean, everybody I'm sure is down on them now. Yeah, everything that's on social media and in in the – in the podcast world is everybody's down on Miami. And, you know, I traditionally am not a a big fan on giving reprieves, but when you lose your number one and your number two defensive player, you lose, you didn't have for that game, your number two or your number three offensive players in terms of, uh, and Waddle and Mostert. Like there was a reason why they lost that game. Yes. Um, it definitely does demonstrate that Tua is not a truck, he's a trailer. Because mm. Tua was not able to elevate that Here's team. Here's where I agree with you, because, you know, I have not liked <laughs> your truck and trailer analogy. <laughs> I but, have but when you had no chance to see it unfold in front of your yeah. eyes, you're like, God damn it, this, this may do something. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Maybe just, yeah, maybe just a little bit. Yeah, because Tua looked like a trailer. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it, what you saw is that there's no depth behind Waddle. So if well, there a, is, but then you make yourself a very mediocre, normal, regular team, and not the exceptional team that you are correct. with both those players on the correct. field. So when you have Mostert and you have A Chain, and then you have Waddle and Hill, mm-hmm. then you're scary. But because without them, but without, without, without them, that perfect hey, assembly, without them, you, you, you could scare a cat. And that's what we saw. Stone Cold Mystery. But, and so the reality is, is what's funny is, is that they play the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as pedestrian as the Kansas City Chiefs have looked, um, I think with those absences on defense for, um, uh, for Miami, even with the return of the mm-hmm. offensive players that were out for the last game, I still don't see them having enough gumption to sit over here and make it happen. Because Tua, what we have seen is Tua and these, you know, gotta have a games. He does not elevate his game. Mm-hmm. He tries to not make mistakes. And whenever you're trying not to make mistakes or trying not to lose, rather than um, being focused on winning the game, that's a different paradox in terms of mentality. Well, trying not to lose versus I have to win this game are two different mental levels that you have to be on. Yes. And he uh, tends to revert to I don't want to lose, and and that's not that's that's not um, big money quarterback quarterbacking. Right. It's not um, indicative of I'm going to sit over here and go win a Super Bowl. Well, okay, so I hate to hate on Tua, but I'm going to just say this is, <laughs> yes, just hey, the, yeah. this is just the reality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's like how you've always talked about Purdy, and, and you know, and I've I've, I've hated they, their cousins. I've disliked your <laughs> rants on Purdy. I'm sure you have, but he needs his all his. Aces to be in position, just like Purdy, just like just Purdy. like Purdy. You wanted to make sure that I said that, didn't you? Yeah, just like Purdy. Yeah, but he does. He does. He needs uh, guys that are going to be exceptional on both sides of the field um, from a skill position, and he needs both 
exceptional running backs mm-hmm. to run that scheme efficiently. Now, what he will do, just like Purdy does, is that if he has that, he looks like he looks, he like, looks a like a bucks. million bucks. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't have that, and that's why you're looks not like necessarily a stone cold mystery. Well, I won't put the mystery label on him, but he looks really average. Well, here's where the twist is: is you're not gonna not be able to put that mystery label on him if he um, shits the bed coming up. Because mm-hmm. the defense is, you can't do anything about those injuries. But with an offense, Mostert and Waddle will be back for the first round of the playoffs. I agree. They and, will be. And, and, but, but the problem is, and this is where the challenge is, is you're playing the Chiefs. Yeah. You're playing the Chiefs in um, Kansas City. In Kansas City in tough weather. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But um, that's a tough road to hoe. It is. When, 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 when you're in, not in your environment, when it easily could have been. Because that game was for the taking. The, 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 the real unfortunate thing for the Miami Dolphins is that game was for the taking. You don't have Hardy running back that 96-yard punt return. Mm-hmm. Again, punt return shouldn't be returned. It's not like this is something that happens every single week. Yeah, it's just run and hit somebody. All you got to do is run and hit somebody, and they allow that to happen. That's shame on them. And so, you know, what they get moving forward solely rests on the head coaches. McDaniel, we're going to talk about some head coaches in a little bit, but it, rest, it solely rests on his on his shoulders. You know, and I don't know about you, but I've been watching um, uh, the HBO special where they have the in-season deal with the Minnesota Dolphins or with the, with Miami, the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. And, and McDaniel's with, you know, with his sweatsuits mm. and the, the legs up and, you know, him sitting over here <laughs> running around just trying to be cool and trying to be everybody's homie and not really leading, not really sitting over here. Mm. There's one thing to be everybody's friend, and that's all good. But, you know, the one thing I can tell you about another coach that I can kind of compare him to was uh, um, uh, the Raiders. Uh, in oh, Pierce. Coach. Pierce will sit over and grab, him up, uh, grab an individual by his face mask and and lock eyes yeah. with him and get real with him. Yeah. And he doesn't have the ability to do that. And so when you're always worried about being friendly with these players and not worried about or or necessarily focusing on leading them to the promised land, that's where the difference in leadership is. And and, right. and for me is I'm a, I, Mike McDaniel seems like a great guy, but the reality is is I don't know if he has the ability to lead grown men that are aggressive mm-hmm. that um that that, okay. that 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 don't that doesn't sway them in terms of you being buddy buddy yeah buddy. you know what uh that's interesting that you say that because i i have made it a point to not watch the hard knocks uh and for for multiple reasons but the main reason is is, is i didn't want it to slant my view on just the season overall uh, because I'd already know that it's a TV show at the end of the day. But the thing that I can say about the coach that I've observed just in his, what he puts out on, let's say ESPN, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that the coach is kind of like, he's like, I'm a cool dude. I, I, I'm, I, and I know my schemes. I can, I can draw. And he got all out. that shit. And, 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 and I know when rubber meets the road and I know, I know what it will take to win, but the fragility is 
but I need all my guys. I need everybody to to be in their particular spots. And when you're leading men, it's it's really about. And we say we've said this all season, right? But the thing is, you need to be able to galvanize enough spirit within the organization, within the team, within the 53 man roster to handle the adversity. And it's easy when, when, you when the times get difficult. No, no. And, when the times get difficult, he doesn't have the galvanization. Right of the team, or he hasn't shown it. I don't even know. He doesn't uh, because when you when you're pussyfooting and just being buddies, yeah. And when you can't grab a man by his face mask and say, "Look here, let's get it cracking." (laughs) When you can't do that because you might get boobopped if you do that, yeah. And that's the difference of when you try to be a buddy versus when they recognize you as a true leader. They like him, and that's a great thing. They play hard for him. But the thing is, is when the rubber meets the road, when when you get in the mud. Yeah. Or do they feel the same faith in like, oh, okay, I don't want to disappoint coach. Correct. Uh, they don't, don't have they don't, don't have that. They don't have, I don't see that. And so that's the biggest problem. And so that's when Mike is uh, uh McDaniel's as smart as he is and as cool as he is, and he taps into that biracialness that he has in terms of <laughs> sitting over here and relating yeah. to players, right. but at the end of the day is that's really not who he what he taps into in his real life. Mm. That it's cool, but it's not authentic. It's not real. To or it, it maybe is authentic, but it's not enough. No, it's not authentic, and it doesn't resonate. Oh, okay. It's like, say what you're it's like I like you. I think you're cool, because I see him, and I like him. I think he's cool, but I'm not running through no bricks for this man. Whereas you have uh, Antonio Pierce with catches right Antonio Pierce is yeah. Like, we stop, stop, stop. We huh. I know, I know, I know. It's <sighs> festering. Be careful, but we're gonna get you there. Know, you don't want me to bubble up. But, but let's talk about what the Raiders aren't a part of, and that's the playoffs. They haven't got there next year, now but see, I think, but I do think if they keep that man uh, Antonio Pierce, they're gonna be there next year. But we're gonna talk about him next year. Okay, this year we don't have the opportunity to talk about him. We but what, what I do want to talk about fair. are going a little bit of soliloquy about. Is that how unique this playoffs is? And, and you know, either you're talking about um, the NFL writes a mean script mm. in terms of how all this shit's going to unfold, or Murphy's Law, or whatever you call it, to sit over and how all of this un, uh, unfold to be a perfect, um, unequivocally um, thought-provoking. Um, yeah, it, we got to see no entertaining first round because we have four. Revenge games. Yeah. Four revenge games. We have Tyreek Hill going to play the, the Chiefs. Miraculously, oh, some kind of way. It. That was never in the cards until, you know. Love it. Love it. And then we have, um, McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, playing against the Green Bay Packers. How that is unfolded is pure miraculous. Then we have, um, Stafford. Stafford. No, this is a double revenge. You have Stafford and golf, double revenge, playing the previous team they played. How that unfolded. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. And then lastly, we have the Texans 
playing the Browns when the Browns sat over and made that big trade for Deshaun Watson. That's where you make you think it's a script. Like they had this all pre-planned. Oh my because God. Deshaun, they didn't expect Deshaun maybe Watson the refs to get did it. Maybe the refs did it on purpose. I mean, I absolutely insane. But when you have these four quintessential games out of the eight that are coming in the first round of the playoffs, it is truly phenomenal in terms of the type of football we're going to get. Oh, yeah. When, when, when people, get your when individuals ready. have heavy hearts and have true beliefs, and I, I don't want to go as far as say animosity, but uh, definitely have some feelings in the game. Oh, yeah. We all in our you feelings. Know, house of emotions. Four of these eight games mean more than just the playoff win, which is a great thing. All that means is that we're going to have exceptional football mm-hmm. in this first week, first week of playoffs. But, you know, for me, we, we, we've all seen the playoffs. It's been played out over course of the, say, the last three, four, five weeks of the season right. in terms of what those um, what those stages yeah, yeah, those, are, and what the, the yes. seeding is going to be. But really the question is, is who is a lower seed that is going to be the higher seed, in your opinion? That's okay, I mean. so to me, that's an easy button. Uh, Dolphins are going to beat the Chiefs. Write it oh, down. No, 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 no. So I'll owe you some push-ups. And then before this season's over, I'm going to give you some push-ups on camera. Oh, yes, yeah, and you but, better. But the beautiful thing is when you say obnoxious, out-of-control, ridiculous shit like that, when you're talking about a Southern um, team that plays in warm weather, is going to sit over here and go up north to the Kansas City Chiefs and whoop them in the yes, first round. All their barbecue with, 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 without their yes. two best defensive yes. players. That's when you yes. talk all crazy. their seasoning and so their barbecue. Are you willing, to, are you willing to, to to wipe my slate clean and bet fifty pushups on that? Now you be careful. Are you willing to do that? I am so willing, and not only will I do it. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Look at it. Look, hey. look at you. Look at hey. you. I, Oh, Since we've been God. children, I've been over here to manage to work uh, uh, positive EV deals. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, you know that this man is going to have to do uh, 100 push-ups. If the Miami Dolphins beat the, the Chiefs, I will do 100 push-ups straight. We'll sit right down, here shaking at, at 42, shaking on them push-ups. Oh, look, you and and I, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to be like, one Mississippi, <laughs> two Mississippi. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and he even about, uh, look, I don't even know how he uh, came uh, with this. With the, with, with oh, this I'm going to uh, get him. This absolutely tomfoolery of a mindset. But, okay, I appreciate that. You know what so, it is? So, no, I you're you're, that, you're blinded by your Patrick Mahomes love. And I understand it. I do. But the Raiders, the, the logo. Imagine if the Raiders had Patrick Mahomes. You would sit over here and say they would never lose any game. Of course. So, so, so. But I'm not, but, but that's not the reality. What I'm blinded by is that the Kansas City Chiefs happen to have the very greatest quarterback to ever touch a football. And now, so, who's <laughs> ever touched a football? In all of your declarations of dribble, of giving, <laughs> giving love to Patrick Mahomes, you take every opportunity to give this man the highest praise of of all kinds. Hey, you must not. Uh, you so must not know NFL history. You must not know the 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 very initial history of Patrick Mahomes, and then you would sit over and be like, "Oh, I know," because His daddy was a pitcher. Because I know because Brady. 
his his first five years in the league don't compare to Patrick Mahomes. Nobody in the history of the game does. Okay. So that's why I say that. Okay. There's a reason well, why. Look, for the for the general public, ladies and gentlemen, there is not a number one fan bigger on Patrick Mahomes than this man right here. He loves him. Like his is like his child. Okay, he loved that. <laughs> nice light skin. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. No, but here's where the it's reality is. Is that, is that I appreciate that. Thank you. So I don't have to do any push-ups before the end of the year because no, I don't no, 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 no. That's You're going easy, to do a hundred easy bet. That's an easy bet. But I will tell you this: for me, the team that's going to sit over here and um, upset um, a lower team is, you know. One is I'm just brilliant. Even though the the and Eagles have been playing, <laughs> even though the Eagles have been playing bad, they're not going to lose. No, they're not going to lose. They're not going to lose the Bayfield. <laughs> I'm brilliant, and I can see that. No, no, no. I'm not clouded by the bullshit. You have your hate for the Raiders being in the same division. You want to hate on Patrick Mahomes? For me, is I look I at everything Raiders. I look at everything objectively, and I know. Baker Mayfield is not the quarterback to go to the second round. Exactly. They're not going to go to the second round. So, and then when you have on the flip side, you have RG, um, you know, the quarterback for the Eagles, um, Hurts, is not going to lose to Baker Mayfield. You can write that down. Baker Mayfield is the first quarterback chosen in his particular draft. And I think Hurts is in the same draft. And uh, if not the same draft, the draft after was picked in the second round. But you know, the funny thing is, is about that game, you know, because to me, that was of all the games, that's almost like a perspective. It is a 50 50 pick them. And the only reason that I say that is, is because how the bad the Eagles have looked on paper, the Eagles should mop the floor with. The they should, right? But they're they, not there. They, but they're not there they, as a but, team. But they are so dysfunctional right now mm-hmm. that if you give Baker, who has Evans, who has Godwin, mm-hmm. if you give him an opportunity at home in warm weather to let's say get up by ten points, he might mess around and win that game. Well, let me ask you this: Did Evans play this past week? Uh, I I don't I didn't watch their game, so I that the guy won play. Did they? I see. That's yeah. I didn't watch their game. And they did, and guess who they played? And they won by all but what three field goals? Guess who they played? The the the, the <laughs> you gonna say the Panthers? So <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers. So you know, at the end of the day, is when Mayweather because he's hurt right now. Let me let me keep everything one hundred. He's hurt right now. When he could only muster up nine points mm. playing the Panthers, okay. not going to beat. The, the, the funny thing about the Baker Mayfield mania is he just might get lucky enough to win that game. And I'm not counting it. Trust me. If I was going to bet $5, I'd be <laughs> like, uh, I'm going to bet on the Eagles. Mm. However... He does have a puncher's chance for two main reasons. He has a puncher's chance. He's at home. Yeah. His defense is playing better. Yep. That will probably and, – and maybe the third is he has those stud wide receivers. So, eh, I, 
don't want to yeah. test that game with a ten foot pole. Yeah. I, I I would because at the end of the day, it's all about quarterbacks. And even though this quarterback is playing hurt in terms of the Philadelphia Eagles, he's still far yeah, better I than Mayweather. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts is, is is arguably one of the top three, top five uh, quarterbacks in the league. So. Lord help him if he. It's almost like the what we said about Josh Allen. It's like, bruh, if you find a way to to wet the bed on that one, oh man, your off season is going to be it's going to be horrible. It's going to be rough. But let me ask you this: What's the most exciting? The game? most exciting game to me is the one that we just touched on. We touched on the outskirts of it: mm-hmm. Dolphins Chiefs mm-hmm. by far. Uh, Tyreek Hill going back to the team that he won a Super Bowl with and that they decided that they weren't going to pay him because they said, oh, we don't need it. And you know what? And then they validated them not paying him because they won the Super Bowl two years later, right? And then you got a, a, a quarterback that is underthrowing him in Miami. So Imagine how much he's going to be underthrown yeah. in zero degree weather, because that's what the weather sure. is projected to be at zero degrees, feeling like minus seventeen. Okay, so imagine Hawaiian ass Tua throwing in that weather. Okay, but then the, the the flip side of that is imagine all of the hooks that are on the uh, the 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 receiving core whether we talk about Tony uh, Shay it doesn't even matter but you know who's not all a hook? of the you know who's not a hook who Kelsey so Kelsey's a hook now he's been with no, 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 no. Kelsey's a Hall of Famer he's a Hall of Famer but he's not a Hall of Famer he is not having a Hall of Fame season but you know who's not a hook Greatest person who's ever touched a football oh my god it's like when Jesus of Nazareth <laughs> You compare a two from Hawaii playing in zero degree weather against Jesus of Nazareth in his own in in his own arena. I understand. So what you're telling me is is that it does not matter because he's going to walk on water. He's going to float. I can't wait till next week. Oh my god! I get to sit over here and. Be in my uh, uh, just in my greatness. Just get ready. You need to prepare yourself now for the hundred. No, I don't need prepared. to prepare myself. Okay, uh, the audience needs to prepare the motherfucking that I'm going to sit over oh. here and talking about okay. if they happen to lose. But, but let me let me give you my my, my game, and, and this might shock individuals, but I think we have a a Patrick Mahomes, not two point but like a baby Patrick. And, mm. and Shroud. Yeah. Coming in front of I us. I feel you with that one. And I could see them beating Cleveland because again, quarterbacks are mm. the determining factor. Mm. When you're talking about, um, our man with Cleveland, the, the, the fourth, the fourth quarterback that they brought in and he's had a hell of a run. You know, with Joe Flacco, when you talk about yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco, when you talk about Joe Flacco, you know, ver- versus, uh, Shroud. Shroud is, on the precipice to sit over and push Mahomes of being the greatest quarterback in the NFL. You know, the funny thing about Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco has that postseason magic. So, you know what? He did it once in his life. It doesn't matter. He did it, though. 
Right, but it doesn't mean he's going to do it this time. Oh, no. So I I believe that Shroud and his greatness is going to be, unfortunately, the undoing of that team that's had a great run um, into the playoffs with all the adversity that that they've had to experience. And and the only reason that I will, dare I say, retort (laughs) to your general premise is because what I really look at is the, the, the Browns have a a Super Bowl caliber formidable defense. And what it really requires in that instance is, you know what? Houston, they don't have all of their offensive faculties that they have won. Like, so like, what is it, the guy's name? Dang? Or, or, or the, the, the wide receiver that got hurt? Uh, oh, Tank. T- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a rookie, so it's all right. They, they can survive without him. Well, I don't know if you're going to do that against a Super Bowl caliber uh, defense that the Browns have. And Ford is really good, and you know what? And Cooper will be hey, there. And, my my my, my, uh, my my fantasy team would tend to disagree. Oh, okay, he didn't do Look, nothing for my. Joe Flacco is supposed to lose this game. Mm-hmm. However, that defense is so scary that I know that the Baltimore Ravens hope that the Houston, uh, Houston at home, Houston, uh, Texans beat them because they don't want to see a galvanized, inspirited Browns team because the Browns have lost for like eons. Well, I'm, I'm okay. waiting for the Flacco to do a Flacco. And I love his story, but at the end of the day, I love Stroud's stories better. Sure, and, but and, and, Stroud is a rookie. Though. And young, great talent. Has he played like a rookie? He's played like a he's no. played like a monster. No, he and, has. And I expect him to continue to do the same. Okay. So, and I'm not, I'm not going to fight you on that at all. Only thing I will say is, is that, that defense that he's about to go against in this playoff game is a scary defense. If Flacco does Flacco things that he's been doing this season, he's going to throw for 300 yards and the Texans won't be able to compete. Okay. But if Flacco Flacco's, then the Texans are going to win. That's my big upset, you know, take that I'm going to have for everybody. So, so just so I'm clear, who do you see winning that game? Texans. You say the Texans are going to win that game. Okay. Texans at home. Texans and Browns. You're saying Texans all day. Correct. And not all day, but I'm saying Texans. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about the, uh, Black Friday. You know, Black Friday is one of my most favorite days of the season. Okay. And it's not because I, I, I want to see, um, individuals lose their job. That's definitely nothing that I, I definitely want to see. Sure. Um, but but what I care about is the fans. You know, there's so many fans out here that have spent thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars oh, on their, you know, um, there, there's so many fans that sit over here, might not be season ticket holders, but go out and buy, you know, mm. the $200 plus uh, jerseys, the apparel that sit over here and passionately sit over here and watch the game, just like you do with the Raiders. But don't get the result that they 
deserve, that they've earned, that they've stood over here and passed sacrifice for, sacrifice for, you know. So this is what I love about Black Monday. Black Monday is is that Monday after the last game. Them coaches that got to go that are dragging teams down and are negatively affecting the fan base, get them up out of here. So I love today because what today does at the end of this day, what happens is, is you have, um, what could be. Mm-hmm. There's like a new opportunity. It's a right? new opportunity. It's a new belief of what could happen for this team. And so, Today, we've seen a couple of coaches mm-hmm. get blown out. Yeah, we've Rivera, seen Rivera Ron is. Rivera get his monkey behind <laughs> up out of there. And I'm, I'm going to talk about Rivera in a quick second. And all Both of these coaches, I can't stand. Uh, the second coach is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, uh, First of all, Arthur Smith, you. that I told y'all this dude had to get up out of here, and he been. showed who he was. You have been game. on Arthur Smith's bumper for about Four or five weeks now. So you, you can't have players like B. Okay. John Robinson and like uh Pitts and like uh London and you can't figure out how to make it happen. He we knew he was a stone cold mystery and then guess what? I don't give a fuck who his daddy is. Okay. Well his oh daddy my. his daddy who was the head of or who who started uh FedEx. I don't care who his daddy See, is. This is let you let you know, let the, the public know how much you've been reading and doing background checks. Man. So you know you were like a you like a almost like a I be a, I like a I'm, in the, I'm in these streets. <laughs> and yeah, then you we had investigated. Uh, yeah, and then we had our man um uh who was the defensive coordinator for the Giants, Wink. Wink Martindale, who resigned, they allowed him to resign and not get fired because he just couldn't get along with the head coach. And, and the stories were about four or five weeks ago that it was about to take a fade and they were about to fight in the, in the meeting rooms. And, um, they kind of kept it hush hush. And then he sat over here and resigned mm. at the end. So, you know, we have, uh, those three coaches, two head coaches, one, uh, defensive coordinator, but we also have had, a couple of uh, of other coaches that have been fired thus far. Yeah, and we have some that are like pending where you don't know because you want to say Belichick, but it's like, eh, we don't know. Uh, Belichick is probably one of those that's going to probably be gone. I mean, you have a team that's had 20 years of success. You can't have the two past seasons and that lack more of like success. Yeah. yeah, more like three. And then and then believe that he's going to be able to keep his job. It doesn't sure. matter what he's done in the past. This is a today business in yes. the NFL. What have you done for me what lately? What have you done for me lately? Janet Jackson style. Uh, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Can that happen? So let's talk about this. You know, um, when we look, when we look at the, the, the these firings, what what coach hasn't been fired that you believe maybe needs to be fired? Okay, so here's going to be a kicker that I already know you don't agree with, but I'm going to say it anyway. Brian Dable. Now it sounds insane because the man just won. Uh, Let's fire the, the coach of the year from last yeah, year. Yeah, he was coach of the year, but he. I don't know if it was him or him and the general manager, but they decided to keep their bush league quarterback. 
Coaches coach, general managers work with personnel. So don't sit over here and try okay. to believe that oh, Tom okay. Taylor ran to him. Okay. Well, the reason why the, the New York Giants won the last, let's say three out of the last four games was because of their defense. And so now what you just explained to me is, is that the defensive coordinator who basically put that defense together to make them legitimate resigned and their offense has been pedestrian most of the year. Well, no, so, he hasn't been pedestrian with, um, uh, what, what's the brother's name that's been the, the quarterback there that used to be for the Bills? What are you talking about? You, no, it, what's no. his name? No, bro, you got to give me a name, bro. Because, uh, look, you don't know who the quarterback has been? Who, for the Giants? No, yeah. Oh, you talking about Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Okay, well, no, look no, here. no, no. What I want to say is, is that validity to what you're saying is Tyrod Taylor has been the backup. He was hurt for a little bit. They didn't put Tyrod Taylor in there. They yeah, they wanted is. to put uh, Danny Cutmans, yeah, Danny De, uh, DeVito yeah. up in there, and so or Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutmans, Tommy yes. DeVito, and so when you put Tommy DeVito in there over Tyrod Taylor, who is a proven hit uh, quarterback in this league, who led the Bills to their very first playoff run in terms of where we're at now with the Buffalo Bills. He was a quarterback that spearheaded that and they were out of the quarterback uh, out of the playoffs for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And this is a quarterback that you sat over here and wanted to sit on the bench for Tommy DeVito. That right there makes what you're saying valid. Uh, Okay, so all the thing that you did was that you doubled down on my Yes, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Look, the fact that DeVito was in there and Tyrod basically did everything that they needed to do to make their offense efficient. You know, do you know how great his offense what? is compared to Tommy DeVito's and uh, Danny Dimes? He's three times better in the, in the most... Um, unique and or not unique, most specific offensive um, statistics mm-hmm. in terms of like EPA per play and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. He was three times better than the and that, me, the, those that, two quarterbacks. The, the, the retardation, <laughs> egregious. Uh, it's egregious. It's egregious. Mm-hmm. So, so hello. This is why the same guy that you want to say, okay, yeah, he he made coach of the year because. There was literally no expectations for the Giants. And, and when then, expectations and came, they shit themselves. And, well, well, no, they exceeded them for one year. And then they proceeded to pay the guy who was just a guy because their quarterback was athletic but couldn't read defenses at all. <laughs> so, okay, you, you paid that guy. Mm-hmm. You do. You have marginal to let's say maybe slightly above average wide receivers, and mm-hmm. he I wouldn't go that shit far. the bed. Mm-hmm. And Tyrod excelled. Mm-hmm. Now the fact that you decided to pay um, Devito, which is I, I feel like I'm almost here watching. No, he didn't play Devito. Play Danny Nines. Yeah, uh, but but what I'm saying is. 
after the the you had a season in injury to your number one quarterback, mm-hmm. then you played Devito, mm-hmm. and then it was like he didn't do bad, but he looked basically like, all right, I'm getting the goomba from the the mafia, mm-hmm. New Jersey mafia. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 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 watching a, a HBO series mm-hmm. type of dude, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt. And then you put in Tyrod, and then Tyrod, and then all of a sudden it magically works. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That is a, a horrible, poor assessment from the head coach. Uh, uh, the head coach should have said, Tyrod Taylor is our next guy in line, period. Because any NFL franchise needs to be like, we are in the business of wins and losses. And we need to be about winning all the time. I agree. And they waited too long. But there's a marketing component there, and this is the East Coast. And, and but but I, I agree with you. Now now for me, um, the coach that, that should be up out of here is Bill Belichick. Mm. See, and I wasn't even expecting you to say that. No, I, I got to throw you off. You know. Oh, look at you, you! I got to throw you off. Look the at scent. you. Okay. You know, Bill Belichick is as um, garnered a cachet. That he should have the benefit of the doubt. But the reality is he's been given the benefit of the doubt over the last couple of years. And he hasn't been able to right the ship. And here's where the reality. He's 70 years old or about to be 70 years old. And the reality is, is the game can quite possibly pass you by. What worked in the 80s when you were great or in the early 90s or even in the mid 90s, even in the late 90s. Oh, look at you. You give him well, granted, he's been around that long. He's been around that long. Um, that okay. shit worked. Hard coaching, keeping it clean and keeping it blank and not showing any favoritism and not having any music at practice and all that shit worked back then. Here's where the reality is. That shit doesn't work now. Mm-mm. The Patriots way doesn't work now. Now, I'm not saying Pierce I'm not now. saying I'm not saying he's wrong. Because I would, I would be an ode to that type of leadership. Yeah. But the reality is, is these young bucks, we've seen it, you've seen it with my son, with my kids, these young bucks are different than what they were when we, when we were raised. And so, um, what would have been right for us is completely wrong for them. Yeah. And so he has not, he he has not evolved. Adjusted with the times. I, I I don't disagree. And so, um, you know, the reality is is that he's going to be able to break the all time head coaching wins record because he's going to sit on coach for the next four years. For the next four years, that the 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 win percentage is not going to be great enough to sit over here and truly deem him as the very best coach. He's going to elongate his time without Brady to sit over here and perform at a mediocre level or, or lower and 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 not get the result that individuals would expect from him. Mm. So the reality is is and I think the, that he's that we all know the writings on the wall wall he's gonna be out, but he's gonna get a next shot instantaneously as if everybody else doesn't realize the game has passed him by. The the funny thing about Belichick is this. It's not X's and O's with him. It's the dogs and bros. So 
The dogs. Who's the dogs? My dog. You my dog. You my bro. You my bro. He doesn't connect with his players the same way that when they feared him and they revered him, they played for him because of the fear and revere. Do you think that if I think that because of his general reputation, he might be able to reconstruct that in, let's say, a Chargers uniform. But no, that's not the key. The key is, is what team is he going to? And I don't think the Chargers is ultimately the team. He has to go to a team that has a proven quarterback because he's proven that he can't win without that's a proven quarterback. That's why the reality is, is they have so many um, financial challenges that the team is sitting over here facing that that might not be a team that he can thrive with. It might be a team that he cannot win three to five games with. He can win five to eight games with, but this is not a team that he can win a Super Bowl with. Mm. I don't think there's a team out there other than, I think the best team for him is the Commanders. Wow. Because the Commanders have a strong offense and a decent defense. They gave away great, some great defensive players, but the defense isn't so without talent that he can't make something of it. And then when you have one good draft where he can pick up his defensive mm. people he can make that offensive team and give him a quarterback that they pick second or third. Sure. You give him a quarterback and then you allow him to pick defense after that. They have enough there that he could actually make that work. He can't make it work at the, with the Chargers. Okay. Fine. Uh, but, but what I would actually argue is if I was the commanders, I would hire the enemy. The only B enemy job that's available is the Panthers. Magic Johnson is over there now, now mind you. Magic Johnson can stutter his ass all he wants. Them <laughs> 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 folks is not going to sit over here and and put somebody in that position when they have the number two pick and about to get a start. They, and, and, and I just say this with all due respect. Black candidates don't have an opportunity to lead um, top-level quarterbacks. They have the number two pick. They're slated for the number two pick, which means they're going to get Drake May mm. or Caleb Williams if the number one pick picks Drake May or uh, the cat from LSU. Okay. When you have a top-line quarterback, they never, ever, ever give that to a to, to a brother. This is not going to happen. So, so that's not an option. They're going to sit over here and make sure they give a top quarterback hoping and wishing that they grow into something special so they can make this coach look special. They don't ever give that position to, to, to a brother. So sure. the only job that's available to Eric B. Enemy is when everybody says no to the Panthers and mark my words. And we're going to sit over and come back here and say how much of a genius I am. Mark my words. When everybody says no to the Panthers because of their owner, and then they're looking for somebody high end, that's when they're going to sit over here and turn to Eric Bien and me well, and try to whisk him in as if he's going to be the savior. Well, you know what? I think the only reason that I I will disagree with you, even though I understand why you where you're coming from, I do. But what I would say is is that this has been a season of seeing how we used to do it fail 
Mm-hmm. It has failed across the board. So I think that owners really think about one thing and one thing only. They just realize is that I want to be a winner. This is the grand experiment. I know, I know you feel very strongly about okay. that. But what I would say is, is I'm going to do the cabbage patch on you. Yeah. Okay. Where I get, get deemed correct. Okay. But, but, but there, there is an argument that could say that these owners care about one thing mostly and they care about winning. They only games. care about money. And when the NFL, but that's you what, don't that's, have to win to make money. No, but that there should be. No, but winning is, is, is symbiotic to money. So there, there could be a change. I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh, you're about to see. I'm not saying you're, you're about wrong. to see how gifted I am. I'm not saying you're right. Hey, either. call me Negro Diamonds. You're about to see. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to see how gifted I am. Oh. I know these individuals. Oh. And Eric B. Enemy. You said it. You said you know these individuals. <laughs> like you have a yeah, mint juleps with with him on Tuesday. Uh, you ain't. You don't know. Just remember I told you. Okay, uh, Eric B. Enemy. Obviously, I've heard, I've seen multiple people, multiple franchises say, we're interviewing Eric enemy to not give him the job. And guess what? I hear, uh, I hear the Panthers, we're interviewing all these top coaches for them, none of them to accept that role. And then the only individual that accept that role and they're going to justify it by he worked with Patrick Mahomes, and now we have this young quarterback. He's going to be able to do wonders for him. Sure. And this is going to be the justification for this individual. I have to take this absolutely egregious job. The only other part of this is is that these guys, these owners, with all of whatever you want to say about them, they are smart. And they do realize that they're probably tired of losing. At the end of the day, they're the ones who pull the triggers, right? Ladies and gentlemen, mind you, he just told you, you might be smarter than these billionaires. (laughs) (laughs) But look, at the end of the day, I get it. At the end of the day, I do genuinely get it. They have these decisions to make as owners. But what the thing is, is just like peers, they also want to win the ring. They want to win the ring too. So if it ends up being a guy that I maybe maybe have not traditionally picked, maybe I need to think twice about it. You know who I think is going to think about that? Mark Davis. Mark Davis is over here looking at Pierce like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Maybe I need to think about it. I've had to uh, educate you on this. Unfortunately, is. They're looking at Harbaugh and not looking and not focusing in on the individual that's right there in front of their face, which is, I told you, these individuals, they having a B by their name doesn't make them smart. You have an individual like like Mark Davis that doesn't sit over here and immediately, instantaneously, within the parameters of the rules, sit over here and anoint. Antonio Davis. He is sitting over here and looking for outlets when everything and everybody has shown him and including his previous mistakes that he did with with Basaccia. With Basaccia. Yeah, I, I, when you still sit over here still thinking that 
Harbaugh is the real question we need to have. They only want individuals that look like them that are comfortable with them. No, I think that this okay. is a little bit of your Kansas City City Chief hate. Oh, look, I'm going to tell you this. I, I I respect Mark Davis, and I actually think that Mark Davis is a very sage and wise individual. If you respect an individual with that haircut, Let, shame on you. Look, shame on you. You know what? And we ain't gonna have too much of this Raider talk. That haircut is obnoxious. Okay. So, is obnoxious. Haircut aside, Mark Davis is a, a, is a very let's say, intuitive individual. And I don't care if you don't agree. Hey, that, hold on. What was your last coach? Stop touching What was your last coach? Stop touching What was your last coach? That he's, our uh, last coach was, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, well. What was your last coach? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 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 okay. Pigeon dust. He was so intuitive, he went and got pigeon dust. You're going to make me get violent. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I wanted to sit over here and bring you, you back to reality. You and all your Kansas City Chief hate. As a resident Raider, I need you to allow me to tell you what we're about to do. Yeah, please. Mark Davis, mm-hmm. he's going to hire Pierce and he's going to hire the GM. Are you how much? Are, how many push-ups are you willing to bet on that? He has a wherewithal to sit over and do that <laughs> because I want Pierce to get. So I would happily do some push-ups for Pierce getting higher. Oh, yeah. You you want to put a, you want to add another fifty? I don't even know if you can get to one hundred fifty push-ups. No, I can't. But let's bet thirty. Uh, uh, you thirty push-ups. Thirty push-ups. That 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 he's not smart enough to hire Pierce. No, I no. Mark and Davis, I want to do thirty push-ups. Mark Davis is a thousand percent smart, and he understands a winner when he sees it in front of him. Because when of you one say he's a thousand percent smart, but and he has a fucking no. haircut. That's like dumb and dumb. Stop, stop talking about my owner now. Dumb and dumb. I don't appreciate you. Look, the, the, at the end of the day, look, the man has wanted a winner, and we haven't won, and he's been frustrated by it. And he, just like his father did when his in his latter years, mm-hmm. he has been trying to throw his, uh, you know, frustration against a wall, mm-hmm. and we haven't delivered. But guess what? He stumbled upon. A leader. Stumble. This it's miraculously. Okay. He stumbled upon a leader, but I think that Mark Davis is clear and cognizant enough to realize that he has a leader standing hey, in front of him. Shame on That's you. It. Shame on you for having that belief in an individual. No, I I, I not I believe it and I'm gonna say it with my chest. Okay. Okay. Mark Davis is gonna hire hey, I'm gonna Antonio want, I want Pierce my, I want my 30 in the GM. I want my 30 motherfucking push-ups. First of all, you need to do all your gajillion. No, we have a bet. We have a bet the first. We gotta that has to suckle itself out. I d I don't wanna go down that wormhole, but we all know you said it on record how many push-ups you're going to have to do. Okay. So Mark Davis is going to hire Antonio Pierce. He has to go through the Rooney Rule things. That's why he's looking at Harbaugh, because it's a Rooney Rule. No, Harbaugh is a media uh, fabrication. Harbaugh, <laughs> Harbaugh should not be the Raiders coach. And then it's almost like the whole point of any coach is 
you want a coach to lead men. He has galvanized men. So now it's just about scheme after that. You've gotten through the hardest okay. part. Okay. Why would he try to figure okay. out something else? You're right. That's okay. dumb okay. with a capital D. Okay. He's not hey. going to do that. Hey. The man is smart. Hey. What? The man. Do you see his haircuts? He was smart enough to go to Vegas. Oh, my Lord. Okay. So. Uh, uh, okay. This yeah. is what this is what Move I have for. This is what I have for. This way it is. Stop talking about my team. So so here's where twist is. What final takes do you have? Because we're at the end of the regular season, and we've talked a whole lot of stuff about a whole lot of players. What end of season takes do you want to sit over here and elaborate on? Get off your chest. And to sit over here and speak on it. Okay. So, this is your time. You're on the soapbox. Oh, this is your you. time. Bless you. Okay. Um, Disney Prince. Golden <laughs> Mullet. <laughs> Disney Prince Golden Mullet. You throw the ball too high. Stone Cold Mystery. Stone Cold. You, that's me to go no, in. No, no, I agree. But I'm just saying, didn't all your buddy say he was generational? Sure. Is he generational? Is he a generational talent? No. Okay. Granted, you've had a high angle sprain. You've had a shoulder injury. You've high had all sprain. these things. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you need to work in in the offseason is that you throw the ball too high. So, mm-hmm. eh. The bottom line is, is that you can read defenses and you have a rocket arm. But the the next level for you is bring your touch into the equation. If you bring touch into the equation, you could be a person that is special. But now Mm. Stroud is only going to get better. You're on the clock, buddy. I have a quick question for you. You're on the clock. Who's better, Stroud or, 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 or your... Or the Disney Prince? Or the Disney Prince. Stroud. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, and, when Stroud was coming into the league, did they say he was generational? Or did they? they did. No, they did. No, they did. No, they no, 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 no. They he didn't. got all the... He, listen. He got vitriol, and they said he couldn't read defense. Oh, you talking about Stroud. I'm sorry. Yes, because he, could, he couldn't pass a quote-unquote test. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Disney no. Prince. No, 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 no. Was was no. was Shroud recognized as generational? No, but he proved that he was. He so, proved that he was. When has our Disney Prince proved that he was generational? That all these all these bright minds said he was. He has yet to. Okay, okay. I was just wondering. Okay, so and you know what? But what I will say to you is. The Disney Prince with his golden mullet has a chance. You know the last, the last, the, the last, let's say, hyped guy mm-hmm. that has proven his worth. Who was that? Joe Burrow. Joe. No. Burrow. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, Burrow. Joe Burrow was the last Burrow. guy. And guess what? Church Joe, on the moon. And, and Joe Burrow is that dude. Okay. Who was before Joe? Who was before Joe Burrow? Who was before Joe Burrow? That 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 was like. You mean pronounce is the one. Who was that? Hmm. Who was it? Andrew Luck. Oh, yeah. What, what, was he ever the generational? 
he was. So we have Burrow, who's been hurt every single year since he's been in the league and made a Super Bowl. Obviously, didn't win it. Made a Super Bowl. So outside of him, Andrew Luck just had bad luck. Mm. <laughs> he he had. An offensive line that couldn't block for him, and he and got then they, and, and then around. they went and got him the greatest offensive line ever. And then what did he do? No. What did he do? No, he got what did he do? No, no, no. After that, when they got the very best offensive line in the league, better than the the Cowboys, what did he do? Uh, well, he didn't make it to the Super Bowl. No. So what did he do? I don't know. You, you he tell said, me. "I'm done." I can't do because this. He got, he got tired of getting hit. My testicles aren't big enough. Andrew that, Luck was a, a very good player. He was rock solid at best. And guess what tag they put on him? Generational. But he he, he no, no, wasn't. No, no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. Thank he wasn't. You. Sure. And neither is our Goldilocks individual. He wasn't generational. And guess who else ain't generational? Purdy ain't generational either. You know what? So all these Mickey Mouses aren't generational. Now, you are about to have me go ahead. <laughs> Somebody needs to hand me. I'm, uh, I'm, tired, I'm about tired of you talking about Purdy. Purdy is good. Hey, he is just. He, he's as good as Tua. Yeah. Purdy, this is my rant. Let me get to, to my rant. Go there ahead. are some players out here. But I've been harsh on over the season. But the one I've been most harsh on is Purdy. Mm. And do I not respect his game? Unequivocally, I do. If you sit over here and say, Purdy is an MVP. That is going too far. He's not an MVP. See, that's he, I know you all in He's above average quarterback, just like two is. Mm. He's not a shroud. He's not. You need to go ahead and take a sip there, because I already know. I already he's know, not a shroud. Look, you, you he's not a Mahomes. He's not a Allen. Mm. Allen, as much as mistakes he is, he's above average. He's not a Hurts. He's not a Lamar Jackson. Get these Mickey Mouses up out of here and don't ever put them in the MVP conversation when you're talking to me because I will eviscerate them. Dak ain't an MVP individual. Mm. I will eviscerate all weakness up out of here. Either you are church on the move or get the fuck on. Well, And Dak ain't that. Two ain't that. And Purdy, for goddamn sure, ain't that. Well, look. Okay, so so if we, we if we talk about who's going to have the end, who's who's going to win in the end, right? With all your 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 grandiose vitriol. <laughs> okay. Guess who's going to be holding the trophy at the end of the day? Lamar Jackson. Purdy. Since this is when I don't even want to say it. Go ahead. But this is when I can't even say it. This is when the mindset is uh, debilitated. When you sit over here and say, we've already seen this. Purdy had the opportunity to take the MVP. And guess what? 
He has mice nuts. Mm. And he chose not to do it. And guess who that big cojone is? Lamar Jackson, who chose to take it. Please don't sit over here and tell me Purdy's going to some kind of way grow some cojones and, the, and, and shed his mice nuts and win the Super Bowl. I think we all know that's not going to happen. Okay. I think we so, all know that. So this is going to be very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be <laughs> This is going to be so good because you are going to be so upset mm-hmm. when Purdy is holding that trophy up at the and end. If Purdy holds that trophy oh, up, oh my god. If Purdy holds that trophy up, you're going to see me slap myself in front yeah. of everybody in America. Yeah, thirty thousand individuals watching the show. I mean, you gonna see me slap myself because that's not gonna happen. Ladies and gentlemen, wait for the slap. Okay, so so <laughs> so let's get down to it because we're now in the uh, then when the rubber meets the road at the crux yeah. of the show. Yeah, who in your opinion wins the Super Bowl? The Forty ers And I joke. I look. I ain't even worried about it because those are. If I were predicting the Super Bowl. I think the Super Bowl is going to come down to the Ravens and 49ers. Who's going to win? I, and I think the 49ers are going to win. I, I I just believe at the end of the day, even though there are injuries, and even though I think the best quarterback out of the two teams, Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Purdy. But I think pound for pound, talent for talent, from every position on the field, mm-hmm. every position offensively and defensively, mm-hmm. I just think that the 49ers will overwhelm them with all of the talent they have. From the running back position to the wide receiver position to the tight end position to the everything on down the line, they are just the better team. Ladies, but I think ladies and gentlemen, be the better team got rocked by 30 already. But the better team team that got rocked by 30 at their home field on Christmas is going to win the Super Bowl. Hey, but even all the way, church on the move, you are delirious. You've been drinking too much. And this is I why do, I, this is why I have to cut your your, your alcohol cut me off and I have to. And because and then you're going to eat a crow pie. Okay. Because it's going to be so bad. I, 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 I just, oh my God. I just want this crow pie. So with that <laughs> being said, I appreciate you. Love me. Hey, so I can't wait to see what's going to happen. We oh, are in the playoffs, baby. And it's showtime. And we're going to sit over here and figure all this out over the next five, six weeks. But I appreciate all of you. Like, subscribe, download. Search on the moon. Need money? I don't need to cheat you again. I don't even. I, I appreciate giving you cheap, booty cheeks. <laughs> Church. <laughs>